May this day bring you rest and peace. You see, those were the last words that Chelsea Chris, the former Miss USA pageant winner, posted on her IG account before she allegedly climbed from her ninth floor apartment to the 29th floor terrace and jumped to her death. I can't help but wonder what she was thinking after she jumped. You know, is this is, is this a mistake? What have I done? Did her life suddenly have meaning once she saw that it was about to be over? Those are the things that I think about when I, I think about that day. You know, and I'm, I'm saddened by it because I wonder what if someone has stopped her and said, Hey, Chelsea, there's a specific reason for you on this earth. There's a problem on this earth, Chelsea, that only you can solve. You're unique and you're very important. There's something that God wants you and only you to do. Who am I talking to today? Is that is that you? Are you in that place of despair and you feel like there's no hope and that you don't have a reason to be here? I need you to listen to me. I'm here to bring you a message from God. You are unique and he gave you a set of gifts that he wants you to seek him for to understand not only the gifts he gave you, but the reason why he gave you those specific gifts. I read an essay that Chelsea wrote a year earlier about how she found it hard to find purpose and meaning. And I thought it was interesting because she had all of these accolades. She was Miss USA. She passed her law exam. You know, she had a talk show and interviewed a lot of what we call important people and still felt as if she had to always look for what's next. You know, those accolades only bring pleasure, but never happiness. And I feel like we're stuck in a world where we seek nothing but pleasure and we don't understand happiness. We don't understand that pleasure is a symptom of happiness. It's a side effect of happiness. You know, there, there's a big difference. Pleasure is self-seeking is self-seeking and constant. We never feel like we can get enough of it. Happiness is long lasting with many pleasurable moments. It's the side effect. Happiness never asks the question, What's next? It only asks, what's now? You know, pleasure takes. That's all it does. Happiness gives. Pleasure can be experienced alone, but happiness is best when it's experienced with others. We have to start choosing happiness over pleasure. Again, who am I talking to today? Again, I want you to know you're very important. You're unique with a special task. And God needs you to know that. Not just me. So the questions that we have to ask and that I need you to ask yourself when you look in the mirrors, who am I? Why am I here? And where am I going? So today's episode, I just want to focus on the who you are. And remember from last week, the who refers to the gifts that God gave you. So you didn't have to ask for them. Because he needs you to solve a problem that only you can solve. That's why he gave you those specific gifts. But you know what? A lot of times we want someone else's gift. I know I did. You know, last week I talked about, you know, wanting my brother's gift. And I remember a specific story. You know, my my brother, my brother could sing. And I couldn't. <laughs> but I believe that I could sing. So one day 
I wanted to prove to everybody I could sing. So everybody would tell my brother that he could sing, but nobody told me that I could sing. You know, but I wanted everybody to tell me that I could sing. So I said, you know what? I'm going to make them tell me that I can sing. So I asked my brother one day, I said, hey, next Sunday, do you want to sing a duet with me? Now, understand, I'm asking him to sing a duet and not a solo, right? Because I knew even then that he would make me sound better. So, you know, he was like, sure. Yeah, of course. I mean, this is this is what he does. You know, we were I think I was like seven. So he's a year younger than me. So I was like seven. He was like six. Right. So the next Sunday comes and and we have our song together. We've been practicing together and I'm ready to show everybody, you know, that I can sing. So we get up there and (laughs) I can't even tell you the song that we sung. And I've tried to really put this out out of my memory. But for some reason, God won't let me. But. You know, we we get up there and we're singing a song. And I mean, y'all, when I say I gave it, I gave it everything I got. I mean, I'm talking <laughs> eyes closed, chin up, you know, uh, I'm I'm shaking. I'm shaking the lips. I'm doing all of that. Right. I gave it everything that I had. And afterwards, guess what happened? We got a standing ovation. So everybody's standing up. Everybody's clapping. You know, and I'm thinking to myself, finally, it's here. Well, guess what happened? <laughs> the uh, the pastor, who was actually my aunt, you know, she she claps and she she stands up and she says, "Great job, great job." Um, Apollos, can you can you go take a seat? <laughs> and I'm like, huh? Apollos, can can you go take a seat? Chris, can you stay up here? That's my brother's name. Sorry, Christopher putting you out there but a lot of people know you anyway chris can you stay up here and sing another song you see i was up there doing something i like to do standing next to someone who was born to do it and in that moment i saw the difference i saw the difference i heard the difference and he sung by himself and everybody in the room just had goosebumps including me, but I was also envious because I wanted that. I wanted what he had and I wanted to be up there with him to show everybody. See, I needed everybody to tell me that I could sing. And I understood that there's a difference between believing and knowing. See, I believed that I could sing. He knew he could sing. That was a difference. So a couple things happened to me after that, right? You can only imagine um, going through that as a little kid. You know, the first thing that happened, believe it or not, I developed a stutter. You know, I, I it was it was a traumatic experience, and I don't mean like a simple stutter. I mean the type of stutter that you know I can laugh at it now. You know, but the type of stutter that eyes rolling in the back of my head, and I mean I'm just trying to get out a simple word. You know. It would get so bad that <laughs> I would be talking to somebody, you know, and um, they'd be like, you know what, just just text me. Just text me. You you don't have to try. You don't have to struggle so hard. <laughs> you could just text me. I mean, come on. Come on, man. You know, be be nice. Be nice. But, you know, that that did happen. That's that's so true. I developed a stutter after that, um, again, due to the embarrassment of it all. But I also understood something else. 
you know, when I got older, became a little more mature and I was remembering that story, I also understood something else. I understood that was my gift. You know, that was the biggest thing that I needed to take away from that day. You know, you know, something else that, that now that I'm thinking about, it, I understand that, you know, other people will let you know your gift. You know why? Because they'll, they'll ask for it. I was trying to give you something that wasn't mine. I was trying to give you something that wasn't mine. Right. And everybody let me know, hey, that's that's not yours. Um, so they didn't ask for it. Think about this. Right. Think about Napa Valley in California. People go there. People travel from all around the world for the value that's within those grapes. The grapes don't have to travel anywhere. Right. The grapes don't have to pick themselves up and and go to this market or that market or this state or that state to have you taste them and tell them that they're good. No, you travel to them. You see, the problem is a lot of people are chasing money. Well, see, chasing money brings you to people. Right. But chasing and understanding your value brings people to you. That's the difference. So how how do you find your gift? Well, First, and some of you may not want to hear this, but I'm, I'm going to say it anyway. You know, there was a verse that really started it all for me. And I was reading the Bible one day and I came across this verse, I believe in Matthew 6, And it said, it told me, it said, seek ye first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. And I remember thinking, things, you know, all of the, all of this stuff, this material stuff, it, and said things you know like it wasn't even important you know money gives us the ability to buy things right so we put the importance on that but that's not even that important you know it says the the seek ye first the kingdom of god and all his righteousness so then god can show you what your gifts are that's the important thing right so we're doing everything backwards in this world we're trying to seek money so we're chasing the wrong thing, which causes us to look at other people and see what they're doing. How many times have we tried to copy someone else? Right. And it doesn't turn out well. Why? Because we're copying what they're doing when that's what they were born to do. We can't do that. And we drift throughout life because we continue to try to copy what someone else is doing. That's what I did. I tried to copy what my brother did. That wasn't my gift. You see, what happens when you when you seek God and he leads you to your gift, you know, you understand that your gift then leads you to your purpose, which leads you to your vision. So really what God is, is saying is that your future is not ahead of you, but it's inside of you. The seed is within the tree, right? When that seed is placed in the right environment, think about it. When when the seed is placed in the right environment and watered and nurtured, it turns into a massive tree. I remember when we were in Cali, we went to, uh, I believe it's called Sequoia National Park. And we were there just, just to see that those trees have lived for hundreds of years and are hundreds and hundreds of feet tall. You know, but just to think they were once a seed that could fit on your finger. And the value of that that sprouts into that tree causes people all across the globe to travel thousands of miles and spend thousands of dollars just to be in its presence. Just think about that for a moment. 
when you find your gift, the gift that God gave you, and you find your purpose, people want that gift because they need it. They need that value. See, a gift is like a smile, right? A smile is not for you. A smile is not for you. A smile is for other people. And that's the same thing that a gift is for. A gift is not for you. He gave it to you so you can use it to help and bless others. You know, this is what God wants to do for you. You know, I I remember reading the Bible as well when it was talking about it says that your gift will make room for you. You know, remember last week when I was talking, I was talking about how, you know, we were placed here with gifts to have dominion over the earth, not each other, not each other. You know, I think about me and my wife. I don't try to have dominion over my wife, nor does she try to have dominion over me. What we understand is that I have a vision. She has a vision and we combine those visions because think about this. If I have a vision, a separate one, and she has a separate vision and we never combine them. Well, two visions create what? Division. It creates division, right? And then what happens when there's division? Well, then somebody has to try to dominate the other person just to be right and show them that their vision is the most important one. You know, and from the beginning, it was never supposed to be that way ever. We're not supposed to have dominion over each other. We're supposed to have dominion over the earth. Right. And God gave us all a domain. That's why he gave us gifts and our gifts make room for us within our domain. Everybody has a domain that they are supposed to rule and have authority over. And you're supposed to use that gift within your domain. So this is what this is really what I'm asking you. I'm asking you to remove those things in your life that are distracting you from finding your gifts. You know, anything that only takes from you is your enemy. So what what is that to you? Is that social media? Is it the TV? Is it news? Is it politics? Is it people? Only you and God know. You need to answer. You need to ask yourself that question so you can answer it correctly. So I need you to find your gifts so you can find out the question that people drift all throughout life and never find, which is their specific purpose. Now, I'm going to get more into purpose next week. But I just remember asking my dad, who's 84 years old, I said, hey, dad, what's your what's your purpose? What was your purpose for living? He's he's 84. And it was sad because he couldn't tell me. He was giving me different reasons, but those were all what? They weren't who. You know, they weren't about who he was or why he was here. And in the end, he kind of realized that. And it wasn't a gotcha moment with my dad. We were having a nice conversation and and I wanted to know, hey, have dad, have you have you ever thought about this before? Have you have you ever considered this? You know, and that that's what happens a lot. Is a lot of times people just drift through life. They they get, you know, married, they go to school, they do all of these different things, they get a job, and before you know it, they retire and you know, they they feel like they're happy, but a lot of them they always feel like something is missing. How many of us are like that right now? Do we feel like, man, something's missing? Something's missing. 
Why can't I quite be happy like I want to? Something's missing. You know, and that's because 95% of people on this earth don't know what their gifts are. And if you don't know what your gift is, then you don't know what your purpose is. And that's 95%. That's a huge number. That's a huge number of all people on this earth. You know, I, I go back to Chelsea and, you know, it's, it's sad because you could tell the gifts. I was listening to her. I'm like, man, she has multiple gifts, but she never realized how important she was. She never realized she had gifts specific to her, but society made her feel like she wasn't good enough. So that's that's what I'm telling you. I'm telling you right now, you are good enough. Society wants us to focus on the what's. God wants us to focus on the who. He created you in this generation for a specific reason. You know, reading the Bible, I, I understood. That's why I tell everybody, look, you, you have to read the Bible to understand it. You know, God placed Joseph in the Bible in a specific generation to lead the children of Israel into Egypt. <laughs> and he placed Moses, Moses in a specific generation 400 years later to lead the Israelites out of Egypt. Listen, listen, I need you. God needs you. The world needs you. But most importantly, you need. And not only do you need, but you also owe it to yourself to find out what your gift is. We, we all know this. The world is at a tipping point. You see what's going on. The continuous division that happens every day within our world in every single I mean I can't find an institution that's not divided so what I'm asking you to do is to stop seeking without and I'm asking you to take that hard look in the mirror and search within then and only then can we see how to create a world that makes sense but we can't do it as a group we can't do it as a group. We have to do it as individuals. I hope you're listening to this alone. I hope you're not listening to this with anyone else. I hope you're listening to this alone. Because I need you to ask yourself these hard questions, these necessary questions while you're by yourself. You see, the real person is when you're alone, not when you're around other people. When we're in a group, we tend to act like the group. I need us to be alone so we can be our most authentic and vulnerable selves right now. If you're listening to this, I want you to understand something. You, you are chosen. There's a reason why you're listening to this. Every moment, good and bad in your life, has led you right here at this precise time, listening to this episode. Remember, there's a problem that only you can solve and you've been given the gifts to do it. This podcast is meant to help you find out why. So homework, because nobody likes to do homework, but we need it. It's necessary, right? Remember, only a few things in life are necessary. Homework, I want you to get a piece of paper. And this week, all I want you to do, I just want you to focus on one thing. Remember, break down focus, F-O-C-U-S. Follow one course until successful, right? It makes it makes it really easy. I want you to take that piece of paper. I want you to start asking yourself, 
What comes natural to me? Remember, that's what a gift is. What comes naturally to you that's hard for others? What is that? Is it musical? Right? Is it intellectual? Does it deal with communication? What, what is it? I want you to ask yourself that question. And I want you to start writing it down. And if it's hard, ask those close to you, like really close to you that that love you. I'm not telling you to ask everybody because people uh, people don't want you to find your gift because then you become a mirror to them. Right. So I'm not telling you the people that you trust and love. Ask them what they think your gifts are. You know, what have people been telling you since you were a child? People told me since I was a child, I talked too much. Right now I'm starting to listen to them. They told me, hey, man, Apostle, you talk too much. But they would also say something specific. They would say, man, Apostle, you, you have the gift of gab. So I took that for a long time. Like, man, I talk too much. But what they were also saying is, hey, some, hey, we actually like listening to you talk. What's, what's your gift? Mine wasn't singing. They didn't, li- they didn't want to listen to me sing. I told y'all that. <laughs> you know, nobody wants to listen to me sing. Nobody. So, last thing. Last thing, I promise. Who do you know personally that needs to hear this? And I always say personally. I don't, because on social media, we don't know most of those people that we call our friends or that we follow or that follow us. We don't know them. So I'm, I'm, I'm being specific. I'm saying personally. I'm not saying blast this on social media. I don't, I, don't, I don't care about all of that. None of that really matters. But who do you know personally that needs to hear this other than you? Send it to them. You know, the world is in a, such a dire position and we need you to solve that problem. You have to find your gift so you can find your purpose. I truly believe the fate of the world depends on it. So we're going to continue to go on a journey. That's not going to be easy, but remember, it will be necessary and only a few things in life are necessary. Remember, you were placed in this generation to solve the problems that previous generations failed to solve. But first, we must know three things. Who am I? Why am I here? And where am I going? I am Apollos. I was born to help you find your gift, understand your purpose, and create your vision to solve a problem that only you can solve. The question is, who are you? Thank you for listening, and I hope to see you next week.